Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody else out there. Uh, I was trying to think of what, oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, ro- anybody rolling their 20 si- sided die of life? Uh, my patron peeps, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcaster that's here to put you to sleep. Thanks for the support, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts, you know, things on your mind, whatever you're thinking about, you know, the past, present, future. So thoughts, feelings, anything you're experiencing emotionally that's coming up for you. Or you say, well, I don't know, it's just I got a vague sense of discomfort. And I say, well, boy, I've been there. Uh, it could be physical sensations, uh, it could be changes in time or temperature or routine, or just something, you know, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, maybe I already said that, in the way, like, I'm going to smooth it, I got this safe place set aside here for you, I'm going to smooth it, I'm going to pat it, I'm going to rub it down. I'm actually, there's, this is the first time that I can remember. I know loofahs have probably come up. Uh, also, I don't know if that's an international term. The loofah may not be internationally known or known to rock a microphone because it's a loofah. It wouldn't do, you know, it would say, I'm just a loofah. I'm not there for that. Uh, I'm just a loofah. That's like something... Say that what's one step to uh, what's you know, Eeyore from that thingamajig, those cartoons and stuff. You say, You mean Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? And I say, Thank you for getting that right. Yeah, Eeyore. Well, I, I, I feel like Eeyore, but oh, you feel like a loofah then. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'm feeling. Okay, well, I'm here to help you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. Wait a second, do you feel like a new loofah or, you know, a uh, loofah in use or previously used loofah? Never thought about it. Okay, well, let's just start with a brand new shiny loofah. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic and get mixed up, all to take your mind off of stuff so you can fall asleep. Now, a couple things as close to the beginning as I can tell you that you should know. Like, not everybody likes this podcast, and that's okay. Like, even the people that are regular listeners at first were like, I'm not so sure about this. They were skeptical. They were doubtful. Or they were just like, hmm, I'm not sure this flavor, it's not, I'm not, I don't know if this is in, within my palate. Uh, and I'd say, yeah, that's a to- totally normal. And that's why I tell people to give the show a few tries, uh, because it just takes a couple of tries to realize, oh, 
even though I'll tell you these things now, it takes a couple tries still because it's a little bit counterintuitive. And of course, you'd be skeptical. Anything related to sleep and solutions is you're going to meet with skepticism because we've experienced a lot of letdowns in that department. You say, oh, this is dev- this works for my Nana all the time. Well, how many hours a day is your Nana sleep? Well, maybe 16 hours a day. She, she yeah, she, she was, she also, she, she like cuts lumber four hours a day, lives life to the fullest and other, and then sleeps, uh, does not, that sounds nothing like my Nana. That would be an inside joke for regular listeners. Okay, but uh, so this podcast is a little bit different. That's one reason why it takes a few tries. It's a podcast you don't really listen to. You know, most podcasts you listen to. And Sleep With Me is the kind of podcast you barely listen to. You say, okay, I was promised a loofah talk, and he never even got, he used the word loofah a few times, but he didn't get to talk. He was going to reinvent a, a loofah games, uh, and he didn't do that uh, until, uh, I don't know, because it was at like minutes five or six, he was he was still talking his way around loofahs. At least I know what tonight's episode is going to be about. It was going to be about one thing. Now I know it's going to be great loofah games. Uh, that's what we'll be talking about tonight. Uh, but so this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It kind of just barely pay attention. A little bit like you're watching a cloud float by. And it doesn't really look like anything and you don't want to force it. So you say, well, it looks like a cloud. Uh, it's just floating by. I'm kind of looking at it, but not totally. Mostly just enjoying, you know, the, the enjoying the cloud going by. That's kind of how you listen to this podcast. You say, "Huh, doesn't look doesn't look like anything. A little bit lumpy, and uh, it, but it's floating. It's poof. It's poofy in spots, uh, or in my case, creaky and dulcet, which would say, yeah, it's got some uh, darker clouds on the underside." On the old underbelly, the underbelly of clouds, there's something that doesn't get any, like, you see, how come no film noir has been done about the underside of clouds? And, of course, the cloud underworld, you say, where do clouds go when they, you know, the clouds that don't make it into the heavens to fly above us, the cloud underworld? You'd say, well, I guess that would make sense if clouds were sentient beings uh, and we're, you know, basing our value system on whatever Scoots' imaginary value system is. And uh, you see, yeah, well, who's Orpheus is down there, I think, with a bunch of clouds. Orpheus in the cloud underworld. It was one of my, uh, if I knew any, like, what that book was about, I'd say that's uh, one of my favorite pieces of fan fiction that Scoots barely made up. Okay, so anyway, so this is a podcast you don't really listen to. The other thing is it really doesn't put you to sleep. It's here while you fall asleep. It's here to keep you company as you drift off. And that's a little bit different, too, is the fact that, yeah, I'm here to to be at your side, to be your boyfriend, and to be talking, but not really to put you to sleep. I'm a distraction. But the thing is, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here too. That's why the show's about an hour. You just fall asleep as you wish. But I'll be here. So, And if you wake up, you could put me back on. Some people listen all night. Patreon's a little bit better for that. But uh, 
But yeah, some people, I'll talk more about the structure show right now because that's a good segue. So another thing that could throw new listeners off naturally is the structure of the show. Because it's also different than anything nor like that would be considered normal. Uh, then I'll try to explain what a loofah is if I'm going to do an entire episode about loofahs. Because I honestly didn't know what a loofah was till at least uh, somewhere between age 19 and 24. And I think they were probably invented right around then. I don't know when the loofah was, the, the artificial loofah. It could be a Devo cover band, don't you think? Artificial loofah. What, what the heck? How, what do you, yeah, we're a Devo cover band. You say, what well, that cut is so deep, I don't even know if it has anything to do with Devo. You say, not, re- not directly, it doesn't. It just should be obvious. Scoots, can you name any Devo songs? Way to put me on the spot. Uh, okay, so anyway, moving on. Artificial Lufa, is that not on a, is that, that was on a live album, I think. One of those super deluxe, ultra deluxe, uh, Okay, so this podcast doesn't really put you to sleep. It's more here to keep you company while you drift off. You don't really listen to it. Oh, and the structure of the show. So the show starts off with a greeting, so you know you're welcome here. Uh, Then there's listener support and business. That's how we're able to bring the podcast twice a week for free. Uh, That's a few minutes. Then from around minute 6 to minute 20 or so is the intro, which goes on and on and on and on in some people's, but it serves a purpose. It introduces new people to podcast, but it gives long-term or, you know, regular listeners the opportunity to ease into bedtime. So it introduces the podcast to new people, and then for everyone else, it's what eases them into bedtime. Some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people get ready for bed, and some people are doing their bedtime routine. Some people listen during the day for a little bit of a break. And about 2% of people skip the intro. And a few thousand patrons listen to story-only episodes, but they don't. sometimes they make a lot of playlists. That's an adaptable thing. So that's the intro. Then there's business. That's how a podcast structure works, is to have a business in a place called the mid-roll. So there's business, and then there'll be a story. Tonight, I guess it'll be a story about the great Lufa games and probably in our world of Cloud Tower. So that'll be kind of barely, kind of barely interesting enough to put you to sleep. So that's, uh, oh, so yes, and then there, there's uh, thank yous at the end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. More importantly, what's a Lufa? And tell me, oh, Scoots, can you tell me the hit? I'd say Google, Go. it's probably a Mental Floss article on it. That's way better than what I could tell you. So I can't do that, no, no, unfortunately, no. Uh, but I, what I can do is, uh, I don't know, what well, What can I do? Is uh, I can be here, now I got mixed up. Oh, what's a loofah? That's what I was going to say. Okay, like I said earlier, I only became aware of loofahs at, at uh, oh, so a loofah is like a washcloth. I think it was eventually, like at some point, like a sponge and a loofah, they're not interchangeable. I mean, I, I, I'm just a little distracted because the first time I used a loofah, my mind was absolutely blown. So I probably lived a few years in loofah era. I think it's L-O-O-F-A. 
So what is it? It's a plastic thing that looks a bit like a sponge, but it's made from like little plastic threads. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it because uh, it just looks like a loofah. And it kind of, so, you, so okay, let's say, let's break, break down what it does. Wh- who, what, why, where, and when. Who? Me. I'm telling you what a loofah is. Uh, what is a loofah? What does it do? It's part of your cleaning. Your cleaning. Usually you're showering or you're bathing. So you, some people use a washcloth. Some people use a sponge. Some people use their hands, I guess, and uh, or wa- just water. And then some people use a loofah. Now, loofahs became famous in the great exfoliation marketing terminology of the late 90s, I would say, or early 90s, when they said, oh, boy, you know what's going to solve it all? Exfoliation. And those the ways you're doing it just aren't working, so you need a loofah. But loofahs, like, uh, unfortunately for the marketers, loofahs are very inexpensive. And pretty resilient. I don't know how long the recommended age of a loofah is. I got to get one. I haven't used one, and it's been a while, like a long while, since I've had a relationship with a loofah. I remember my last loofah just fell apart. Uh, It fell apart in the middle, and I had to say goodbye to it. It was beautiful, though, because it it turned into a long pink ribbon. It was a pink loofah. Yes, it was. But so it's like a, a sponge, but it's made from plastic. You know, it's petroleum companies, you know, they, they, you know, come on. They need our, our support in any way possible. And uh, the sponges probably said, thank goodness for those loofahs. Uh, but so, I don't know. I can't really do a good job of describing it other than it's something plastic and poofy. Oh, but what blew my mind was, I, I guess, so I was loofah curious. as I'd seen loofahs before. Uh, you know how it is in, in locker rooms when we're chasing, you know, chasing each other around with loofahs. Uh, but I said, well, I don't have a loofah of my own. This was at university or whatever. And me, I mean, I think that's probably the first time I saw one. I don't think I used one, but I may have. It would have made sense to have a loofah because it's like, oh, because it's very efficient. So what you do is you get your loofah wet, uh, and then you rub it on wet soap, and oh boy, does it bubble up. It really does not use a lot of soap, and you get a lot of bubbles. And then supposedly it exfoliates. So the first time I saw it, I said, I can't believe how much bubbles this thing generates. Not good for bubble bathing, just good for cleaning. Like as opposed to a washcloth, you know, a washcloth will have soap in it, and it's pretty good. And I think a washcloth is probably great for exfoliation as well. But the other things are, so the loofah generates much more bubbles, much less soap. Then it, you just wash it off, and it's plastic. It's, it's very uh, porous, but it, do, it doesn't retain any moisture. It, re, it catches the soap somehow, but it doesn't hold a lot of water like a sponge or uh, what is the thing called a washcloth would. Another thing that makes it perfect for college-type environments or shared bathrooms. And then, or soap shortage, you say, well, boy, we're low on soap. Just get a loofah, man. You're going to stretch your soap so much further. These are pro tips, I guess, that I had to learn on my own. 
And I think that's it. Those are the important points about loofah. It generates a lot of bubbles. Pretty. I don't have one currently, but I'll get one. And uh, loofah's pretty darn great. Still, I don't know if technology, what a use of technology or, you know, where technology meets Mother Nature. There's probably some huge problematic or downside to loofahs I'm not seeing. And, you know, change your loofahs on a regular basis. Don't be like Scoots was, uh, where he wore his loofah down till it just gave up. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a loofah. I don't know how, I mean, it's a nice thing to say. And, I mean, this podcast is a bit like a loofah. It, uh, it's porous. Uh, it can, it has a lot of soapy, like a, something similar to soapy bubbles. Serves a purpose. I'm trying to exfoliate the things that are keeping you up at night uh, and take the, take your mind off of stuff. So hopefully I'm efficient. I'm, uh, I guess I'm not efficient. Uh, but yeah, I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. So the, so I guess that's it. The reason I make the show is because I've been there, tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, but also because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you could get some rest and some comfort so you could live your life tomorrow. And get you deserve sleep on a regular basis. So if I can do that, I'd really be happy to. Now, like I said, this podcast does not work for everybody. But for the people it works for... Uh, they did most of, I'd say 90% of our regular listeners uh, listened two or three times and they said, okay, I get, I get it. It doesn't make any sense at all. So give it a few tries. I really honestly hope I can help because I know how it feels. Uh, obviously, I mean, this is kind of stuff that goes through my brain at nighttime too. You see, except not in this calm voice. Like for me, it would be, the first thing would be, I'd get comfortable and say, what are you doing? I say, what do you mean? What am I doing? With cleaning yourself, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I like, uh, what do you, I, oh, wait, you said it in a, yeah, why don't you have a loofah? You haven't had a loofah in four years. You're, do, you're doing it wrong. What kind of person does it? What, what, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, so then that's, can I don't know if you can relate to that. So I'm here to say, hey, we're all just doing the best we can. Let's keep, let's keep the loofahs in the bathroom. And uh, no S-H-A-M-E about lupus, okay? Yeah, we're all here to try to help. So that's what I'm glad you're here. I work really hard at your nice driver. Really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do this for you free twice a week. All right, hey everybody, this is Scoots. I'm going to turn this episode over. This is going to be a Cloud Tower episode. And uh, so I'm turning things over to Cloud Tower right now for the uh, Great Lufa Games is what they're preparing for up there. Uh, yeah, this is Cloud Tower. Uh, and, and if, as uh, sorry, I was, uh, we uh, just uh, changed shifts uh, and I materialized here in Cloud Tower. So uh, good to be here on the radio uh, checking in. What I was saying to my coworker was in fact, there's 27 contacts. Uh, uh, to each teller, which uh, kind of the math on that doesn't make sense. It's one to to zero point five, which comes out to fifty five thirty three zero. So this is Cloud Tower. If there's anybody out there, go ahead. Uh, 
I'm here. I, well, what were we doing? Go, I'm just go ahead and interrupt me if you're out there and you need a spot. We're just comparing plate hours uh, for our week to week to Friday. Our plate hours. To, oh, what's a plate hour? Well, you know, the, up here in Cloud Tower, we uh, measure things. One of the ways we like to measure things. This is plate plate hour month. Um, so, yes, some of you are visiting Cloud Tower, coming in, listening to me on the horn. Yeah, we measure things up here by plate hours. This month, every month, we look at a new way to look at time. And in a way that kind of helps our mindset, old Morpheus, uh, who doesn't like to be referred to as old Morpheus, uh, but Morpheus does have a lot of pet plate hours. A plate hour is an hour you spend enjoying a meal and you can see a plate hour is uh well you we we do take a lot we have a lot of workshops and meals uh like meals with your co-workers meals with your family and friends but the idea is to really start to appreciate what does a plate hour feel like compared to an hour of mechanical time and you really start to get the sense that they are, while they are the same thing, they're very different. Oh, Cloud Tower, go ahead. Hey, Cloud Tower, this is uh, like, uh, oh, sorry, Cloud Tower, I was listening to Africa, not by Toto, uh, but one of the, I was listening to a, a playlist of covers of Africa by Toto. Is it Toto or Toto? Toto. Uh, go ahead, Cloud Tower. Uh, this is a, a fan of the song Africa. You know, go. That's uh, thanks, fan. Can I just call you fan? It's easier on the thing. Uh, you, if you you just came up on my radar here, so I need you to move over to five uh, and go to a higher level, and then come back and uh, tell me how you're feeling. Uh, because maybe you'll start feeling something and you could talk more about those cover songs as well. I do have a favorite cover. It's by Umphreys McGee. Have you ever listened to the podcast Coverville? Uh, 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 Toto, Toto, Toto. I don't know if it's Toto or Toto to answer your other question. Go, this is Cloud Tower out. Thanks, Cloud Tower. Uh, yeah, this is fan of, uh, no, I haven't listened to that podcast, Coverville. I've heard of it because you told me about it the last time I was around. And I really, uh, I'm sorry I hadn't listened to it. I guess you would say I'm sorry for you. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, a climb, climbing. And uh, wow, so they have a lot of episodes in here in this free podcast app you told me about, Cloud Tower. I suddenly feel as, as happy as, as if I was with my family. And you were, did you say that your favorite uh, cover was uh, by Humphreys McGee? They don't have, I have, uh, I'll have to track that one down because it's not in my playlist. Uh, it's probably from a live performance because I see you texting me, Cloud Tower VR, uh, texting so you didn't want to interrupt me. And so I can see up here, also I'm here to bring in, uh, yeah, I have a, a plain load of uh, playlists here and playlist uh, curators. 
and you know both uh, beings and solid state uh, we also have a shipment of solid state playlist uh, curators for the great Lufa games we're ex- all excited to uh uh, create polite loofah based. I mean, I'm not, I'm just, uh, you know, transporting, but uh, everyone on board has been telling me they're a buzz and a Twitter, not on Twitter though, because we didn't have Wi Fi for this flight. Uh, but I'm really happy to bring everybody in here, uh, to, uh, to, to, to create playlists uh, to be a part of the great loofah games. And it's my understanding that this is the first ever Great Lufa Games Cloud Tower. Uh, so just Cloud Tower, go ahead and tell me where I should bring these uh, playlist playlist people, playlist uh, a panoply of playlist uh, providers. Uh, thanks, Cloud Tower. Thanks. I'm looking forward to hearing how you do with podcasts. That's really good to know. Yeah, what I want you to do is uh, you're going to go uh, towards the uh, giant poof uh, that a lot of people think is the chest of Morpheus. And you're going to see something that looks like a TV, uh, like that Morpheus is wearing a giant TV with a chain around Morpheus's neck. Uh, and believe it or not, as soon as you get close to that TV, you're going to want to descend a little bit, uh, and then you'll go into, you'll be hidden within Morpheus, uh, and the internal Morpheus guidance system will take you from there, but it'll get you landed, and we are really excited, so excited. And here's the thing, I know you can still hear me, is uh, I would like, because I actually, you know, I run Cloud Tower. It doesn't just mean uh, landing and takeoff. Uh, I would like, even though you're you're piloting a ship, I would expect that uh, I'm going to need you to provide us with a a playlist of uh, covers. It does. It could be by to- Toto or covers of Toto or Toto covering things or songs about the, the dog Toto. Uh, but we would like a playlist, uh, and Morpheus is just uh, giving me a thumbs up uh, and a wink that uh, we would like you to provide a playlist as well, uh, inspired by your love of uh, covers of that song. And you could take it from there. Uh, thank you. So this is Cloud Tower. Uh, who? Oh, so oh, yeah, Cloud Tower. This is Baby Like coming in. Um, I heard there was only one way to get here, and that was in the sweet, sweet embrace of uh, the arms of Morpheus, guided by the world famous Cloud Tower. And uh, I'm really excited. So this is Baby-like looking for a direction. Well, Baby-like, I'm not going to just give you one direction because uh, that was probably on a playlist. We'd, uh, we'd, I don't know if you heard that air traffic before, but uh, we are excited to have you here. Baby-like is, uh, we're really, you know, we're gearing up for this, uh, the great... Uh, Lufa Games, and uh, what do you have on board, baby? Like, uh, uh, well, that's thanks, Claude. We have contestants on board, uh, and we're really, really looking forward to uh, 
this we also have some of the people that are going to be providing uh, te- what they call television coverage, really just online streaming coverage of uh, that. Also, I'm baby like, and I say, you know, they am known for my uh, reaction videos to things I like, where I say baby like. Also, yeah, some people say, are you a baby? That likes things, and I and I see yeah, you know, also a pilot, uh, and a pilot Earth, earthly, you know, I pilot clouds and cloud, you know, and cloud tower. Well, that's great, baby. Like, you know, I, I need you to do circle around Morpheus a few times, very like slow ovals in a clockwise direction. And why don't you tell me what what, what do you have on board? Well, could I give it to you in plate hours? Because I have 6177 plate hours uh, of uh, school lunch plate hours, as a matter of fact, on board. And they said that, uh, like, like, they said, well, it could be like any school, but probably a elementary or grammar school lunch plate hour which normally we discussed as we were flying because we we wanted to be in the spirit of being up here, at, you know, in the clouds in the land of Morpheus. And so we're very excited that uh, for the fact of the matter because that, uh, so we did discuss because, you know, most lunch is not a full hour, which really does help with the gratitude-based uh like idea of looking at things in a plate hour this month uh, and saying, wow, two of those is a, two school lunches is a plate hour. But, you know, when you search your memory banks uh, or what we did on board was we recreated a, a, a grammar school lunch. And we did do some play acting with also uh like kind of benefactor. So we did play acting with some of the difficulties of having school lunch in grammar school or elementary school or grade school. And as we went through those things, we realized, uh, you know, we found some activities because some people said, this feels like a 301. And I said, well, I understand that. Uh, but we're going to make it six to the six room here, you know, and really create and then we said well where would our school be and we remembered that sleep podcaster said that uh like uh, talked about eating lunch in los angeles at a school that was a catholic grammar school where the scooter worked at and we said a lunch with scooter would be like 77 plate hours if he was talking and because his his plate hours work out three to one, well, yeah, we call thanks, uh, thanks. We, uh, we we call those lull hours. That's a different month, so we'd prefer to stick to plate hour time based uh, idea problem solving. Okay, thanks, Cloud Tower. By the way, it's really we're all really excited to be here. So we do have contestants for the Great uh, Lufa Games. Uh, we have. Uh, a, a, a large number of people named Miles, uh, because that's a popular name. Also has to do with it, like, uh, there's a cousin and a nephew of, uh, 
and always put all the miles on the north side of the plane. And then that was fun because we kept changing the, uh, the sides of the plane. We have four or five miles on board. And we also have, uh, like, uh, we well, what time did we have lunch? Thanks for asking, Cloud Tower, by uh, text there. Yeah, 2 o'clock is when we had lunch because it was 2 o'clock this time. Do you call, you still call it 2 o'clock, though? You don't call it two plates? Uh, oh, that's a great question. Thanks for, uh, I'll just cut you off there. Yeah, we did try different two plates, uh, like a 24 plate, you know, 24 hour plate. Uh, and it just, just too many words when people, it's just people that are used to saying two o'clock or two. And also we don't, we don't, you know, enforce a 12 hour, 24 hour clock up here. So, uh, but yeah, so we're going to put you on a limited schedule because you have that kind of, so we're going to need you to circle around a while. Maybe in about five, uh, uh, five, uh, sorry, I almost fell out of that plate thing. Uh, but, uh, 0.5 plates, uh, you could start circling, uh, counterclockwise, uh, feel free uh, to ke- keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, cause I got traffic at 12 o'clock. I got to check in the three miles out. Uh, who's out there? This is Cloud Tower. Cloud Tower, this is Victor Point. Uh, I'm actually at 12 o'clock, but seven miles. Uh, so let me know when you see me. And we have the director of cross stitches here, Patsy. And we're really looking for a place because uh, this is going to be exciting. Uh, and Patsy's team. Uh, to cross-stitch and live-stitch and knit uh, the images of the Great Lufa games. It feels like really exciting stuff. Uh, so go ahead, Cloud Tower. We're, we're approaching. Okay, thanks, uh, Victor Point. Uh, we're really excited to have Patsy and the team here. That visual presence is really going to change things. Uh why don't you uh, go uh, head over to three o'clock, uh, uh, and uh, if you when you do that, just say skyrockets at night, uh, uh, because that's what we're going to need you to do. And can you tell me a little bit more about Pat? What what, what Patsy and the team are going to be doing at the Great Lufa Games? Yeah, Cloud Tower. So, Pat, you know, they, they decided this year, maybe you don't know about Cloud Tower because I know you got a lot of a lot on your hands. Uh, uh, but so the shell, instead of doing art or photography or, you know, chalk or charcoal, they said, what if we had people cross-stitch uh, or, you know, knit or do different... Uh, needle-type activities of the games. Uh, now, they may sketch ahead of time, but with a cross-stitch, it's more of like their uh, verbal mechanical impression of what happened that day at the Lufa games or the results. I know they do also have computer graphics that another team is working on. And uh, so that's what we're doing. Uh, we got to get them landed Okay, thanks, uh, uh, Victor Point. Why don't you approach uh, where you're going to see 
uh, Morpheus's arms. That's what you'll assume is Morpheus's arm waving hello. And just follow that arm. It's going to guide you from there. Um, And I got another uh, something coming in here. Uh, Go ahead. This is Claude Tower. Hello. Uh, Hi, Claude Tower. This is Police 20 uh, coming in. Um, I got a a team of stylists here. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, also uh, one of the more, you know, Shelly and Fox. uh, and, uh, you, have, you know, they, uh, they're like one plate out of 97, if you know, or two plates out of 97, if you don't mind me saying. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, uh, please, 20. So you have some stylus for the Great Lufa games. I'm going to need you to do a zero ILS, uh, two five left, uh, approach. Then you're going to go and you're going to say, uh, whiskey a go, go, uh, as you do that. Uh, and then what you're going to do when you, when you do that, you'll be behind Morpheus. I want you to look, uh, for something that reminds you of a promise to a Libra. And when you see something that reminds you of a promise uh, to a, a Libra, did you ever hear the tale of when Charlie fostered the Alpha uh, with Blue Affirmative Departments? That famous story. No Cloud Tower, I'm not familiar with it. Well, I guess the moral of the story was uh, you'll be at your limit. Uh, and that uh, five plate hours maintain teachers uh, for good. So it wasn't a it actually wasn't a well known book because but it was a just made something made me think of that so we got to get those so just follow the instructions I left uh, and you could we can take it you know they'll take you from there the the Libra will uh, thank you uh, uh, please twenty uh, thanks Cloud Tower go ahead who's next yes Cloud Tower this is uh, 660 advisor. I feel like we went way too far. Am I right? Uh, I'm not sure, Zero Advisor. Have you ever been on Route 81 in uh, upstate New York or any other uh, northern regions, uh, interstate or otherwise? Cloud Tower, I've spent so many plate hours on Route 81, I qu- couldn't even be able to keep track of it. It would be a blue plate special. Stacked to the moon, the blue moon. Well, that's great to hear, Zero Advisor, uh, because what you're going to do is, uh, oh, who do you have on board? Uh, uh, we have Alufus. Uh, we, we have the Alufus, the band that's playing, uh, and they're going to be performing. Uh, they, they were originally going to be called something else because uh, they wanted to be kind of like a Josie and the Pussycats kind of band. But when we we did that, they were kind of aloof about the meaning. And then we said, well, what if you're just the aloofas? Uh, and they said, like, aloof loofas? Uh, and they said, well, said, well, it just kind of, it's like a, it's a, it's a half pun or something. 
And they said, well, we like it. Loofahs, uh, it, uh, if we didn't, if we weren't playing at the great loofah games, people wouldn't even associate with, with loofahs probably. And then we said, what about Ruth, Ruth and the loofahs? But then we realized that saying Ruth and the loofahs is really hard to say for some reason. Complex stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, that's like saying one, two, three, four, five minutes, uh, and then trying to translate that into plate hours in your head. Uh, but it's going to be a short approach for you because we really want them to get down. They're also going to be, they're considered reasonable judges uh, for some of the competition. And so that's great. So we're glad the Alufas are here. Uh, so go ahead and just follow what I said uh, and you'll be... Uh, and go ahead, this is Cloud Tower, who else is out there? Uh, hi, Cloud Tower, this is Hansel, preach clearances, uh, what can I, can I, uh, get a, oh yeah, just maintain, I need you to think about what, 4,000 plate hours and what that means to you, Hansel. And think about how much of that plate hours you spent reading uh, things from the AP, uh, and uh, if you could come up with an answer for that, we'll give you a citation, like a positive one that you could put on your wall. Okay, Claude Tarman, running some calculations now. I'd say two times 46, uh, and then I would take that to the, uh, to, to the power, first power, and then I would take that next number to 0.9. Uh, and then to a point, ten to the fifth power, uh, of plate hours. Um, so could you give me that? Because I don't have, I'm flying. I'm afraid I can't give you that, uh, uh, Hansel, but I'm sure that you have an answer there. So that makes it for a good day. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like I need to, I got a, sorry to change the things around, but I have like a one o'clock, uh, and then I need you to do a 2200, uh, because we got, I got to start, uh, doing a rundown of what's coming up for these games while I get everybody that's coming in. Uh, who, who do you have on board, uh, uh, Hansel, I forgot to check that. Uh, uh, well, thanks, Cloud Tower. We have uh, um, the the, uh, the 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 we have some soaps on board uh, because there's a no, I'm, the one competition I'm familiar with is the, the Lufus. There's a couple Lufus soap-based competitions. And so we have bar soaps. Uh, we have some standard, you know, because we have the standardized bar soaps. Uh, and then we have the artisan bar soaps for the artisan bar soap competitions. So we're, I have a, load, a few loads of bar soaps. Uh, those are also sometimes called bath soaps or I think, uh, I don't know, some people would call them cube soaps, even though they're not cubes. I don't know who would do that, but uh, I, they like the, right now what's interesting is our bar soaps are arranged in cubes on pallets. 
And I don't even know how that's math. It would take me a lot of plate hours just to figure out how to do that. but yeah, so we have basically yeah, uh, lo- loads and loads of soap. Uh, now, now there, I think there's a liquid soap uh, delivery coming in as well, and maybe even a powdered soap delivery. I'm also excited, and then wash tubs uh, and uh, bathtubs, maybe even I don't know, like uh, the, the all the logistics. But I'm excited to see this soap in action. And I know that uh, this is like everybody's been saving their laundry. And there's a lot of exciting ways you're recycling, upcycling, and downcycling the soap. Uh, so that's good that uh, that the soap's going to get used. So, yeah, that's it, Cloud Tower. Uh, I get, okay, is there anything else? No, we got a visual on you. And what you're going to do is you're going to see a giant soap bubble and just head right into that soap bubble. Well, how would I know it's a soap bubble and not a, a oh, because it'll have the rainbow on it. Uh, uh, of course, thanks, Cloud Tower. Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, thanks so much. And good luck with that math. I'm not going to, I can't help you. Okay, who do we have next? Uh, 3051, I need uh, to confirm Cloud Tower here. Yeah, hi, hi Cloud Tower. This is, uh, I've got, uh, this is Travis. I have a, a load of factors coming in. And the fact, yeah, so uh, just let me know, 3, 6, and 5, 518. Okay, that's uh, so you're getting right to the business, Travis. Why don't you turn right and join the vital? And when you're able to, you could final approach and follow the regional right. And we'll, we all do that. Uh, some of us like to just get straight to business. Uh, so thank you and have a good day. Thanks, Cloud Tower. So that was a 1 3, 3.9, uh, 3851. Uh, this is Travis out. Thanks and have a good day. All right. Uh, anybody, this is Cloud Tower. Who else is out there? Yeah. Hi, this is Charlene and, uh, we are looking, we just turned left on a zero and we've got some final clear visual pressure because we are excited to uh, be here for the Lufa Games. We actually have Lufas, uh, and uh, loose Lufas, uh, loose Lufas. We actually have a load of loose Lufas, and because uh, so we have the the handcrafted Lufas versus the machine crafted Lufas which were decided to keep loose uh, because of the uh, competitions that are involving handcrafted loofahs because no one's allowed. I heard that no one's allowed to bring their own loofah to the great loofah games. Is that true, true cloud tower? Uh, thanks to Charlene. It is true in some sense that uh, you can bring your loofah to the great loofah games, but not to compete with it. You could use, you know, use a loofah. Save a loofah, uh, use a loofah. Uh, th- those are two times, those are two things you could say with your mouth, I guess. 
but yeah, we need those art uh, artisan. Are they artesian or artisan? They're just handmade, is what you're saying, Charlene. Correct. Uh, and how many do you have on board? Do you know? Well, I don't think you can ask me in play it hours since, but we have a three thousand limited edition handcrafted loofahs on board. Okay, well, when uh, you know who's going to be really excited about that is Morpheus. Uh, and one thing that's not well known about Morpheus, uh, so when Morpheus sees you with a clear visual, that's where you're going to want to head, like in the direction where you know Morpheus can see you. Morpheus is going to collect you and the loofahs uh, and probably have a look and just enjoy them. So that'll be pleasant for you. It'll be a nice conversation, very relaxing. So this is Cloud Tower saying, if you need me to give that to your numbers, it's 0.9.5, okay? Thanks from Charlene Cloud Tower. Okay, who's next? Uh, this oh Yeah, Cloud Tower, this is Loretta. Uh, the answer is 3.65 plate hours, uh, to your question, Cloud Tower. Uh, can I resume a normal speed or what can I do? Uh, well, Loretta, uh, you are, do you, are you the one that has the power contacts? Uh, because that's a 0.95 for the day. Yeah, Cloud Tower, it says 3.65, 3.9 in my opinion. Oh, well, Loretta, I put it at 326. Thank you. Okay, well, I would say back to 2437 Cloud Tower, and that's in uh, plate hours. Uh, so let me know if you want to pick it up on the ELC or not, okay? Wow, that is exciting. Yeah, I, I would say that... Uh, we're really, you have all the visual scenes, right? That's really, I know we're talking in numbers, but you have all of the visual backdrops for the Great Lufa games, uh, starting with Southwest 30, which is, uh, that's where the opening games are going to be. And then some design, the secret design they came up with called Delta 7, but I'm looking forward to that desert backdrop for Southwest 30. Yeah, thanks, Gladchow. We're excited to provide the backdrops. Uh, I mean, this is a beautiful backdrop that we have, but, yeah, so it feels more contained for Lufa tosses and Lufa racing and Lufa rolling. I think I'm most, like, interested in the uh, the sentient Lufa competitions, the, the, uh, the Lufa shepherding, and Lufa, you know, the Lufa wrangling, which just means gently guiding Lufas. Those are the ones I'm mostly the most excited about. Yeah, I could totally see why. I mean, that makes sense to me as well. It's like uh, those are something, I mean, there's nothing cuter than a sentient Lufa. And I don't think there's any denying that. Uh, so let's see, Loretta. I'm going to need you to have a three contact 8.51 because that is big news. What you have on board, uh, so uh, the, well, I don't have the sentient loofahs on board. You must have mistaken what I said. 
Well, no, the sentient Lufus are uh, going to be with Morpheus. Morpheus uh, gives sentience to the Lufus. Uh, so that's, don't, don't worry. That's like kind of like a 14.73 level plate hour question. How do you feel about the song uh, One More Time by Britney Spears, uh, Loretta? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I think uh, that's an older song. It's catchy, but then I say, wait a second, what is it like? Then I say, well, I'm not so comfortable with it, uh, would be my answer. Okay, yeah, I just saw it here as uh, somebody put it on a playlist, and I had the same feeling about it. Uh, and I was like, I wanted to look it up contextually to see if it was uh, so. I'm just yawning here. Sorry, Cloud Tower's yawning. Uh, it's getting sleepy here. And it, it, because it is time for me to tell a bedtime story. And I just want to tell everybody out there in the air now, just head into the arms of Morpheus, uh, and we'll get ready for this uh, great Lufa game. I'm going to talk about a famous story that led to the founding of the Lufa games, why we founded them and why we're having them. You know, people were so heavy, they said that the idea of having a game in a celebration of loofahs and the use of loofahs was uh, ridiculous. And we said, well, this is our life up here is we're trying to take things slower so we can feel like each hour is like eight plate hours instead of the other way around. And what better way to do that than, you know, to remind people they can be mindful in the moment when they're in the shower, whether they're using a loof or not. And the first thing we built here up on the plane beyond Morpheus is the contact center. And what we built that with is you'll see a statue there of 1.5 new friends is your goal. That's what that 1.5 stands for. And if you were looking at Morpheus's chest in the TV on Morpheus's chest, you'd see 1.5 new friends. And it's kind of a joke because it's like, how do I make a half a friend? And the idea would be that you're always in the process of making a new friend. You're halfway there. And that's what we call like forming transformers uh, by Thank You Happier. That's uh, one of the books. It doesn't make sense on the earth uh, to earthly ears. Uh, but it's one of those things where you can contract stuff out uh and that's supposed to help you serve up 2442 hours of plate hours uh, for everybody so you could feel better. And that was the idea that led us to having this. We said, okay, what if we got uh, 54 uh, figures uh, in playing with loofahs uh, and asked them a question to come up with a concept for the great loofah games? Uh, and then we had our friend here, Rochelle, pick out what considered the uh, 90 percent of uh, 
the 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 good things or the best things about loofahs and leave the other ten percent. And we ended up with eleven thousand ideas of possible things we could send. And then we said, okay, well, what would that even mean if we had uh, let we couldn't do that many competitions for the great loofah games? So it would be too much engagement. And then uh, we followed a calico cat, and we put a loofah in front of a calico cat uh, that was a calico cat in a uh, Raiders jersey. And we watched the cat play with the different loofahs, like machine loofahs, handcrafted loofahs, all dry loofahs. Uh, and while we watched the cat, we kept brainstorming down that 11,000 to 70 or so competitions that could possibly be here at the, the games. Uh, then we like ran those down a similar, like a runway. We got on one of these runways, we did those competitions and we realized, okay, not all those work. Uh, so we reduced those by 4.75%. 4. Uh, but then we went and we said, oh, well, how many loofahs should we get? Should we get 2,448 loofahs? And we didn't know. And then we said, well, what if someone like Iron Man came to the game and landed with his shoes on the loofahs? Uh, so we cleared out an area where no one could fly during, because we said, we, we, we're going to have sentient loofahs here, so we can't have people. So we said, okay, maybe everybody that comes to the game will need to crawl uh, so they're on a loofah level, which again said, okay, well, how are we going to come up with games We'll have a lot of games while you're sitting down. Or we'll have games where you're, like, it's more structured. Uh, and so how many weeks of loofah games? Should we have five weeks of loofah games? And we could run them, like, when the sun is just right. So maybe from 7 o'clock to 3 o'clock. And we started to think about, well, what if we just didn't have competitions and finals and all that stuff? What if we had visual performances and musical performances? And then we were back up. We had like ended up like with 4,000 more ideas. Uh, and what we had to do then was uh, try to trim it down. And we came up with four mega, like a four, like a quad, four quadrants uh, of activities, uh, and we said like happy activities, competitive activities, everybody activities, serious activities. And we said, yeah, what if we have people here? We could have them from globally, uh, but, you know, the, like most loofah, unofficial loofah competition happens in Los Angeles and Brooklyn currently. So then we said, okay, well, let's, what if we got uh, 914, because uh, 14 is just a nice number. We like it here. And we got them to come by. And we, we said, okay, what if we design these all for children? And then we said, oh, this is going to be happy, happy, happy times here. 
that was in this month we went into this credit hours or played hours thing which again kind of changed how we were approaching it this is all to say this is why i don't have a list of all the competitions because we're not in a rush uh but once we have the basics of it, because then there was another vote we had up here about sentient lufus, uh, and someone decided on seven uh, hundred thousand seven hundred sentient lufus, uh, and then someone said, well, "What about twenty five hundred of the sentient lufus?" And then someone said, "What about fifteen forty seven? And they said, do we have any primitive data, like, from pre-Lufa times or pre-human times? Like, because our Lufa is based on, like, sponge-like beings. And everyone said, well, we don't know. This is great. And then I said, well, this is why sleep is good. And sleep could be fun. And so I said, what if we, if we had, like, a giant Lufa pool... That could be something that's really nice to sleep and rest into. And we do like, uh, then we looked for professors of pool professors, uh, people that were experts on pool. And they said, well, that's more of a contractor. We said, okay. So then we met someone named Central Sarah who started to design our loofah pools. And they said, well, I don't know if this is a good idea to have, like, what if you just have the loofahs on the ground? Because if you make a loofah pool, it might not be a good idea. And then we said, well, what about a river of loofahs uh, that we could put on social media for a visual photo? But uh, then they said something about uh, that would be giant, man, and heavy. And then we said, well, what if we give tickets away to anybody that wants to come to the Lufa games? But we said, okay, well, that's kind of tough to get up here. So I don't know. So this is Cloud Tower. I just wanted to explain all that in the sense, because uh, now I see Rudolph coming in with your nose so bright. Won't you guide some Lufas tonight? Rudolph has a, like a team of reindeer. And they also have, like, the reindeer, though they played in the reindeer games. Uh, this is going to be different. So the the crux of the great, uh, the, this is the first annual Great Lufa Games. This, we're really going to be designing the Lufa Games instead of playing them. And that's why I'm broadcasting here on full broadcast out out from Cloud Tower is to say that uh, if you're hearing this, we want you to play with loofahs in a way that says, well, this is a great loofah game. And we want you to think about, well, okay, the loofah's in my hand, it's in two hands, it's got soap or I'm tossing it. I'm kicking it, I'm hacking it, I'm playing soccer, I'm playing handball, loofah dodge. You say, well, why would you ever play a dodgeball when you could play a loofah dodge? So much better. Uh, loofah tag, of course, we would use probably some sort of colored foam with that. Uh, 
you know, phone, you know, we did talk, the, the, we did even get soap delivered because we knew there'd be a lot of soapy things. Uh, and we were sure we were like, uh, so we said, okay, well, the, that would be fun. Foam offs and foam ups and foam downs. And so this is all stuff Morpheus has been really excited about. It's like we're going to really build these Lufa games together instead of having a competition like we have in the past and invited competitors, though we did invite competitors like Rudolph and the Reindeer and the Cobblers, and we ha- do have that band, the Alufas. Uh, and I don't know what, like, I guess they could check in with the playlist people. I don't know if they do originals and covers, but uh, they would say, what do you mean? Uh, is that what an aloof Lufa would say? So this is all to say that these are exciting days for us here up in Cloud Tower. We've missed you all that like to check in and listen in. And you say, well, sometimes we're working ideas and we get carried away as we put the numbers together, the way to process the numbers. And then we say, well, let's just put it out in the world for the world to come up with. Uh, How do you play with a loofah? What games could you play? Or could you just enjoy your time with a loofah or a cloth washer or whatever those other things are? And you say, well, maybe I could do that too. So this is Cloud Tower tucking you in and uh, saying good night, Cloud Tower out.